Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We do have Senator Bob Casey joining us. And I know, uh, Senator Casey, you, you're kind of pressed for time, but thanks for uh, joining us. Hey, Rob. Good to be with you. Thank you. Haven't talked to you in a long time. Yeah, well, we're grateful to have the chance. Well, a couple of things. I know that you're uh, that you're pressed for time, so I'll, I'll hit you with a couple of things. And the first thing, of course, uh, you're you're here to promote infrastructure in in, in the Commonwealth, and uh, that tour of the airport uh, that must have you know warmed your heart a little bit. Yeah, it's great to see some of the progress, and some of the progress at the airport. A lot of it actually is attributable to. Uh, federal investment, whether it's FAA awards to uh, rehabilitate the the taxiway lighting uh, to improve the runway and also to improve the uh, the lighting system that guides planes coming into the airport for safety purposes, especially if it's uh, in the middle of winter and you have difficult conditions. So I hope we can continue that kind of federal investment, not only in airports uh, here in northeastern Pennsylvania, but all over the state, all over the country. We need, I believe, a, a massive investment in infrastructure to repair uh, all of the, the, or as many as possible, uh, the bridges that are structurally deficient across our state. We literally have more than 4,500 of those. Uh, Lackawanna, Luzerne County have between them uh, almost 200 bridges structurally deficient. And we also have a lot of places in northeastern Pennsylvania, especially rural areas, that don't have any broadband high-speed Internet. So kids can't learn in school without high-speed Internet. The businesses can't grow. And uh, we need those, those kinds of basic services for people for them to be able to live and grow. So infrastructure is, a, I think, a big missing piece of the agenda in Washington. And I believe a major a major uh, bipartisan initiative. Uh, we have a proposal uh, on our side in the Senate, and we just uh, hope that the administration will work with us and work with both parties in the Congress to get a major infrastructure bill done very soon. Okay, that that's that's one of the main things I wanted to bring up. With all the division yeah. that's going on in Washington, the president said he wants an infrastructure bill. Republicans say they want an infrastructure bill. And the Democrats want an infrastructure bill. And all Americans want an infrastructure bill. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to get done. So yeah. are you optimistic that we could that we could get this done? I think we're, I'm, I'm more optimistic now, um, although the president has said that he doesn't want to work on this uh, until uh, tax reform is done and, and until his side of the argument prevailed in, in health care, meaning repeal of the health care bill. I, think, that, he, I, think, I think he should have proposed this first. Yes, I agree with you. I think he, he, would, he would have been better off, but more importantly, the country would be better off if, if he had proposed this and, and uh, 
went across the country and urged both parties to work together. But look, I'm I'm hoping that that we can get to both a uh, a positive result on on good tax reform, but that seems uh, on some days even harder to get agreement on. But if that can't happen, I hope the president will shift very quickly to infrastructure. In fact, he could start on that in the fall because uh, health care, the, the bigger issues on health care, mm-hmm. uh, I think, are off the table for a little while. But we will have, believe it or not, Rob, we're going to have bipartisan health care hearings in September in the Health Education Committee, and that's that's good news. Well, that that's the uh, way it seems a to... topic where there hasn't been good news. Yeah, that, that's the way it seems to be going. Um what are, what are the biggest infrastructure concerns in Pennsylvania? Is, is the bridges? Yeah, the bridges are a big part of it. Obviously, roads as well. There, by one estimate, just to give you an example, for for uh, motorists, by one by one uh, estimate, I should say, uh, every motorist in Pennsylvania pays over six hundred bucks per person to repair their cars and 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 pay for you know the rough roads and bridges now. The state had a good transportation bill years ago, which is bipartisan, but we should partner with them with a major new infrastructure focus on roads and, and, uh, and bridges. And I mentioned Broadband High Speed Internet as part of that. Uh, we have a great energy sector in northeastern Pennsylvania that could use some help. Uh, we want to make sure that our electricity grid is reliable, no matter what the circumstances. So, um, so there's a lot we can do together, and I hope that uh, uh, hope the administration will work with both parties to get it done. What we don't want to have, though, Rob, is I don't want someone to call an infrastructure bill a corporate bill, which basically says we're going to toll roads and have mm-hmm. tax credits. That's not infrastructure. We need good old-fashioned American investment in uh, all of the infrastructure that we all use. Everybody uses roads and bridges and water and sewer systems and Everybody needs access to the Internet, whether it's kids in school or small businesses. So yeah. it, it's about time we got to it, and especially in our rural areas that, that are underserved for a lot of reasons sometimes. But um, but not having um, structurally sound bridges and not having uh, broadband and high-speed Internet is part of that. I understand you were also in the area for a conference on aging, uh, dealing yes. with some of the... Uh, the problems the elderly face, and of course, this area is the second oldest in the area or country next to Broward County. What are what are some of the major problems the elderly are facing here? Well, part of the challenge is um, the the bigger issues, right? We've got to make sure that we don't make the wrong decisions on on uh, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, fortunately, we stopped we stopped the effort to uh, decimate Medicaid in the health care bill, but I'm sure that'll be back. So they're the big issues in terms of of uh, older citizens and making sure they have kind of both economic security and health care security. And we've got we've got more to do, frankly, to shore to uh, add to the benefits that Social Security provides because sometimes the cost of living is, is either flat or almost non existent. So we've got more to do on um, to strengthen Social Security in, in I think the months and years ahead. But in addition to that, Rob, when you get away from the, the larger issues, some of the, the, the most difficult challenges for uh, our seniors are, are all the scams out there, IRS scams and, you know, contra- you know home, mm-hmm. people calling saying, I can repair your home and trying to rip people, rip seniors off. Uh, one thing we should, we should uh, 
remind people is if you get a call from from a uh, a person rep- claiming to represent the IRS or a federal government agency, and they're demanding things and they haven't sent you a letter ahead of time, just hang up and hang up and report it because it's a uh, it, in in almost every instance where you get that kind of aggressive uh, you have to turn over money kind of pitch. It's usually uh, uh, illegal activity, and it's a scam, and we've got to stop it. So making people more aware of that is part of it, and making sure that we're doing everything possible to protect uh, folks on the on the bigger programs. Another part of this, Rob, as you might know, is the federal budget coming up. Yes. Uh, if you heat your home, if you're low income and you live in Lackawanna County, Luzerne County, or anywhere in the Northeast, and you heat your home with so-called LIHEAP funds, low-income home energy assistance program, that LIHE program, the administration wants to eliminate the entire program, not cut it, eliminate it. So we have to stop them from doing that. We also have to stop them from uh, cutting Meals on Wheels and and cutting other programs that help older Americans. I think we can. I think there are a lot of Republicans that do not agree with those cuts. A lot of Republicans that agree that uh, LIHE is a pretty darn important program. So I think the opposition that we can mount can be uh, can be bipartisan. But folks, look, f- folks over the age of 65 are the ones who built the country. Uh, they gave us the middle class. They fought our wars. They worked in our factories. They taught our kids. They built our country. And we've got to make sure that we're, we're doing everything possible to protect them and also to allow them to lead uh, as full a life as possible. Okay, um, two quick questions for you because I know you're up against the clock and so are we. My producer's already yelling at me. Uh, I just want your thoughts on that horrible situation in Virginia over the weekend. Well, I think virtually every American you and I will bump into has the same feeling. It was uh, it was uh, one of the worst displays of, uh, of bigotry and racism and hateful activity and hateful speech you can imagine uh and most of the country came together and condemned it condemned uh, white supremacists condemned the ku klux klan condemned uh, the racism and the uh, the vitriol which those folks tried to inject into a community the president had strong words today i i wish he had said that on the weekend but i'm glad that he condemned specifically by name some of these groups i hope he keeps doing it to push back against that hate. We all have to. Um, yes. And we have, we just have to speak with one voice on this, no matter what party, no matter what point of view. Right. Uh, what I, what I'm going to ask you to do is, uh, in the future, any chance when you're, uh, when you're popping around your hometown of Scranton, I'd like you to come in and, and sit with me for an hour and we could take a bunch of phone calls on a whole bunch of issues. Oh, great. Rob, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I would uh, I would like that, and I think uh, your constituents would like it as well. Well, thanks very much for the right. time. We're, we're grateful for that. Well, uh, we'll be talking again soon. Thanks for taking the time for joining us, and uh, and I guess we'll see you soon. Rob, thank you. You're welcome, Senator. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.